0: How y'all doing today? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little while, but I've been having a few medical issues over here. You know, I'm all good now, but we're here to chop it up once again. Me and my man's DJ. Uh, welcome back, DJ again. Uh, today, sadly, we don't have Keon with us, but he out doing some stuff. We hope to have him back by next week. for you guys are going to start keeping more of a consistent schedule. Also, look out for our YouTube page. We're going to be coming out with some. Uh, so how would you like to start today? I know we have a few topics. And today we're going to engage and talk about the uh Megan the Stallion and Tory Lane's uh case and what are our opinions and how we view it. Uh, you wanna start off DJ? Yeah,
1: sure. All right. So well everybody knows I'm I'm a big fan of music. I listen to everybody of all genres. I'll give everybody a chance. So I know that Megan bring that heat and Tory Lane's been around for a while. I was a huge fan. I think I saw this man maybe two, two times, three times already. And I was a big supporter. Every time he dropped the album, I was sending it to people. So this was a huge disappointment for me.
0: Heard, heard.
1: He was found guilty. Yeah. And no matter what you do when you drunk or whatever, you should not shoot somebody. Especially not a woman. Especially not a woman And we all know that 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 shit is wrong. And I I understand where the headspace was at that can take someone to those emotions. Because apparently through the circulations of the rumors, which some have not been confirmed yet, but basically both of them are sleeping around. And we've heard plenty of cases where People, shoot! Someone out here in San Diego found out that their husband was cheating on them, and she set him on fire inside of the car.
0: That's crazy.
1: And the thing is, he survived. He survived. But they did that. So people do a lot of crazy things when they in love and when they feel hurt or betrayed. And we know that sometimes that can take people to the emotions of where if you find your girlfriend cheating on you in your house. Next thing you know, you in jail for murder. But in this instance, they were drunk, and I didn't pay attention to what was said during the case. We're going to find out when the details come out. But they released that phone call, and he he guilty as hell now (laughs) because I didn't know that that was going to be released. He said, if I wasn't that drunk, I probably would have never done that shit. And I was like, well, that's admittance right there. The crazy thing about that trial though, is the fact that at the beginning, everyone was lying. So it made it hard to speculate. It made it hard for people to determine. Like, people were telling me on like for real, I was a walking contradiction to most people. Cause a lot of people think something either gotta be black or white and you gotta pick sides. I believe as human beings, we're all contradictions. You could be somebody who promotes non-drug use and then smoke weed and do MDMA every damn week, that's you. But you believe in what you do, you probably got a good control of it and you probably making sure that you stay healthy despite of it. But you know the repercussions of doing it and the prolonged effects. So you don't believe that anyone should be. Somebody will say that you got to pick a side. But I don't believe in that. So I was rooting for both sides this whole time. I was hoping that in my opinion, the lesser of the action would have been that she lied trying to protect Kelsey because she was fucking around with a gun drunk. And she was the one because I didn't want to see either one of them go down. I don't know, I don't know Kelsey. I ain't never seen her. But shoot, that's what I kept thinking was the best outcome for the trial. (laughs) Was that both of these artists walk away, their reputation's unscathed for the most part, and they go on about their business. Because it's sad because they both great, big supporter. And I feel bad because Tory did that shit and now he getting locked up. He had that unlicensed firearm. And the crazy thing is, Just last year, like, they arrested him for having firearms in his car back in, like, Florida or something, and he brought out all the receipts. He's like, these are all licensed. These are all lawfully purchased. He's like, the cops let me go? And I was like, yo, that." I was like, so you you keeping the strap on you that's licensed? So that way they can't do nothing. They could probably get you for maybe, like, having it loaded in the car. But nah, he had an unregistered, unlicensed fully loaded firearm. I'm like, shit. Yeah, you, you can't do nothing about those charges, man. Now, nah, I understand
0: good. that. Because for me, like, um, I get all your, like, the like, it's very similar. I have a very similar outlook uh, to you because for me, um, doing a little research with the trial, the only thing that's still bizarre to me is that the only eyewitness said essentially it was chaos like Tory Lanez didn't try to shoot nobody from his from what he said. He seen him shooting in the air. Right. But before Tory Lanez even got the gun and start shooting in the air, he said they said the friend. What's her name was getting beat up by Megan Thee Stallion. Right. She reached for the gun. Flash went off. Right. Tory Lanez wrestled with that girl with the gun, took the gun out of her hand. And then the eyewitness said that he was that she was um, shooting in the air. But he was shooting in the air. Like, he was shooting a bunch of, like, bullets in the air type shit. But then Megan the Stallion, like, after that was, like, on the ground, like, basically, like, on some, like, army drag type shit. Like, literally, like, on her elbows, kind of, like, dragging herself from, like, to safety. And supposedly, uh, Tori Lanez, the girl, and, like, a security guard, or just a third party, all went over and basically beat shit out of Megan for a little bit longer. Then the police finally came. So that's what put like a fucking, a whole different aspect to this shit for me. Cause at that point, that's when I realized like Tory Lane's definitely going to jail, uh, deservingly so. At the same time, this just a bunch of like literal drunken bullshit, which is sad because all of this shit started with someone that didn't want anybody in the section. I mean, no, not anybody in the section, anybody that was in that party at their house, which was, I think her name is Kylie Jenner. I'm not for sure. Uh, yeah, so to me, it was like a big fight that, you know, came from being drunk, probably drugs, egos and personalities and pride, all with the right concoction just to cause this fucking bullshit to just, you know, go left per se so for me it was real like it was real like damn like yeah this this is a mark on everybody like Tory Lane's gonna go to jail but Megan her friend everyone involved is probably gonna be pretty ashamed because it's like damn Megan shouldn't have got shot at the same time Megan you didn't have to beat the shit out your friend if that's true you'd have to beat the shit out your friend like that uh, if her friend found out that she was sleeping with Tory Lane, she could have handled it different. You feel me? Like, because supposedly the friend and Tory Lanez had a relationship and she didn't know that uh, Tory Lane's and Megan was fucking and she had found out that night, which to me is still crazy because the whole world kind of knew that. But she said she didn't know at that time. So maybe she just thought there was rumors. You feel me? Because they were always hanging out, so people must have thought it was just rumors. Or maybe she just thought that, right? So I understood, like, okay, you could be mad, but to start shooting a gun in the air or at somebody is way left field and way too much for me. That's when I just realized, like, damn, like, everybody involved in this situation is going to have, like, is going to regret this shit for the rest of their life. Like, no one's going to really come out unscathed, you know? Because I don't even think prior to this shit, Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lane any of their careers really progressed since then like you know what I'm saying this has been kind of their whole shit since uh what was it 2020 that shit happened yep like this has been kind of their whole like you know what I'm saying so yeah it's real it's real sad for me with that uh I don't know how many years they gave him cuz I didn't watch the sent- uh, the sentencing but I know they're saying he's trying to appeal it and stuff uh you know if, I if believe January has, 23rd is the appeal date Okay. So, yeah, like, I don't know if that's going to go through. And I just want to let everybody know that, you know, listening to us, I really have no fucking um, I have nobody I really am going for in this fight. I just hope all parties are able to grow up and realize that situations like this cannot happen as long as you you know, you have your wits about you. Go ahead, get drunk, have fun and shit, but know when enough is enough, you know what I'm saying? I really hope they figure that out and they won't have to, you know, this won't repeat in the future for them because they all are great people and great artists and they should be able to do, you know what I'm saying? They should be able to do what they really want to do in life, which is make music and, you know what I'm saying? And um, further their careers to help out their families and so on and so forth. So I just hope all parties involved realize their mistakes and, you know what I'm saying, learn something from this situation. Uh, But that's really all I have to say on that topic. Uh, is there any other closing arguments you have or not closing arguments, but anything closing comments you have on this uh, topic?
1: Everyone needs to respect each other and really think about the choices you make before you make them. Because at the end of the day, now someone has been called a liar by multiple people in their whole celebrity community, a father and entertainer has now been arrested and will be put in jail. And that is always a sad thing because I bring it up to people in comparison because this is how I feel on this standpoint. I will never forgive someone for the actions that they take, but my empathy towards them depending on the situation, will always be valid. Because Takashi 69 he a snitch, he a rat. He was part of that whole community saying he was doing those things, being around those people, and he sits them all out. Now he got threats on his life and people on the internet still to this day whenever he posts saying, why this man ain't in the ground yet. I will never say those kind of things about somebody, unless maybe they're a child molester or a rapist. Because at the end of the day, this person is still somebody's brother, somebody's son, somebody's father. And now that person has to go through their life knowing that people are going to talk about their father in that way, in that demeanor. And they aren't going to be able to build the regular relationship that all of us hope we can have with our fathers and our siblings. Because that person was taken away. In this instant, it being Tori Lanes. Megan ain't got no kids. And yeah, that kid got a family. But at the end of the day, we all know, we all know deep down in our hearts, nobody wants to be raised by anyone other than their parents. We all want our parents to be the greatest people in the world, to understand us, respect us, empathize with us, support us. And you can't do all that if you are in a jail cell, where they're monitoring your calls, where you got minutes, where you got to schedule visitation hours. He's not gonna be able to go to no ball games. He's not gonna be able to go to any concerts. Teach him any manners, how to respect women, how to approach situations and de-escalate. All that is gonna be taught by somebody else. And that is something that we should all feel sorry for.
0: I definitely understand that shout out to you for that shit because I didn't even see it that way because a lot of people you know they're going to hold him accountable for what he did which I understand at the same time you got to realize like he does have kids he does have some, you know people that are relying on him financially to to, you know support them so it is a sad day (coughs) excuse me it is a sad day that he can um, no longer do those things for certain people. <coughs> Excuse me once again. Um, but yeah, on to the uh, next topic, which is funny because this is going to go and transition right into what we were just talking about, which is emotional <laughs> health. Um, this if this shows us anything, it shows us that we should all take our emotional health uh, serious. And if you need help, you need therapy, you need to talk to somebody, so on and so forth, you should definitely seek that out because situations like this happen and no one wants to hear it anymore. So it's sad because there's probably trauma that all three of these people have been through in their lives that caused them to, you know, act this way when they're intoxicated or want to even get that intoxicated to begin with. So I just hope a lot of people are able to understand in these situations. This is why you should go. Where allow people to get you out of your uh, position because you allow anger to control you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And when you allow anger to control you, you really don't have um, you really don't have the faculties to understand what you're actually doing in that moment. It could cost you your freedom, your money, your uh, future your wife, your children, so on and so forth, like, you're so you're so caught up in the moment that you don't know how much you'll be willing to lose behind these people, behind this situation, so on and so forth. And it's just sad because it's like, you don't understand, well, not obviously you don't understand, but most people don't understand how serious that situation can be until it happens. And then once it happens, they want, you know, they they, they are so... They're so, um. how can I say, they're so in disbelief, I guess I would say, of how people would look at them and how people, you know, uh, uh, make you uh, make you out to be a villain when, you know, we've all made mistakes. I just feel like as long as you give yourself that time to be like, you know what, today I'm not gonna deal with that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sit down with myself. I'm gonna talk to myself and see how I'm doing, like mentally. All right, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling angry. I still got trauma from, you know, from when I was a teenager or when I was a kid. Let me go see if I can go get these issues resolved. Because I'm a firm believer of walking away, not because it's a tough dude. I mean, you're a tough guy for doing so, or there's any kind of glory in doing it. To me, it's always a situation of. If I can keep myself out of a worse situation, I will do so. So if somebody comes to me talking all this kind of shit, call me out my name or whatever, I can see it as two things. Yeah, I could take it there with him, fuck him up, beat his ass, all the other shit, and then have to worry about a retaliation. With not only me, my girlfriend, my friends, my family, if I got kids, my kids. Or I could be like, you know what? I don't have time for this shit. I got too much to lose. I'm going to just walk away. You can stay wherever you want, but nine times out of ten, I'm never going to see you again anyway. Even if you was my friend and you start talking shit like that, I promise you, it's over now. Like, You ain't never going to talk to me again, and I don't have to say anything to you. I'm not going to say anything disrespectful to you. I'm not going to say anything disrespectful about you. Shit, I even going to talk about you. I'm going to leave you all the way alone. And I feel like a lot of people, if they were able to sit down with themselves and realize, like, oh, I, I, I understand what this is like that person's angry because they want, you know what I'm saying? A lot of those people are angry because they have situations in their life where they may not be able to be in control or someone, you know, did something to them. So now they feel like they have to go out and be extra aggressive and to prove a point to people. But when you're not like that, you save two people. You save yourself, but then you save the person that you could have gotten into it with. I also want to interject right there because
1: I got a helpful piece of information. I got a story that I want to tell, if you don't mind. Uh, Back in the summer of 2020, quarantine, somebody allowed someone else who felt strongly about their position. A woman who was dating someone saw a text that her boyfriend got from one of his friends calling her a homie hopper. Not calling her a slut, or anything, but just pointing out the fact that she had dated multiple people in this friend group, which was true. She had dated three guys before the current boyfriend. I had seen her around these men, and he was just letting him know, he was like, hey, I know you're saying you're in love. like, I hope it's the real thing, but she is known to be a homie hopper is that like she has always stayed within this friend group. It's like, And these men were all very young boys. One of them being a boy who I was trying to mentor and get him away from street violence. And so they were around 17 to 18. The boys in question were 17 and the girl in question was 19. So I just wanna point out that this is a 19 year old sleeping around with younger men and since we all know relationships tend to span for over the course of four to six months, when you're that young, maybe a year, that means that she has been messing around with sixteen boys, with sixteen year old boys, when she was eighteen, up until nineteen, dating through this friend group. And her, uh-huh. her sisters, found out and saw that text. And one, I think the whole situation could have been resolved by boyfriend just come and correct and be like, yeah, that may be true, but don't talk about her like that. That is my current woman. Like I said, I love her. Show her the respect that she deserves as my woman. But he didn't do that. He escalated the situation and thought it was funny because now this group of sisters, three in total, all wanted this boy to apologize. And the eldest sister showed up one summer at a location near the beach and threatened him and told him he needed to apologize for calling her out of her name, calling her slut and all this. And right. the first thing to heard that he didn't call her a bitch, he didn't call her a slut, Is like, I'm sorry if she got offended by me calling her a homie hopper. And then the sister said, because that's not what my sister is. And he said, hold up. I am willing to apologize because I called her out of her name. But the facts are the facts. You're here because your sister is dating everyone in this friend group, and you know that if you were in a similar situation with your girls, and there was a dude trying to mess with your whole friend group, y'all would say the same things like, "Yo, he a player." Yo, this is what I went through when I was dating him, etc. Right. But because this is your sister, you're feeling some type. Yeah, he's like, I already said sorry. He's like, I'm not gonna keep saying sorry because the facts won't change that she dated me, she dated him, she dated him, and now she's dating this guy,
0: right? We're all friends,
1: we took it with each other like every weekend, and so because of that, this elder sister called her big brother who had just got out of like prison maybe a year or two ago. Big Cholo showed up, talking about, yo, you apologize. He said, man, I already apologized. We done been talking about this for an hour. Yo sister just wants me to be super extra about it because she is saying that she doesn't believe my apology. And in fact, I'm a little annoyed. So even if I apologize right now, it's not going to sound sincere because this woman got me all hyped. This 17-year-old boy explained all this. Right. I, okay, we I brought him out to kick it with his friends because, you know, quarantine, everybody's scared of COVID. He's been cooped up in the house all day. And I said, you know what, I would rather take you to the beach so you can kick it than you go to the trap and be smoking and drinking and doing all that other shit and probably get into some shit. Right. So, we at the beach. And more of the story, I'm not done with it, but the more of the story is sometimes people let other people tell their stories for them and yeah. walk your path for you, and it can lead to dangerous things because only you know how you feel about it. If someone is being extra on your behalf and you don't think it needs to be that way, please leave the situation and tell them to stop and be adamant about it. Because some people, they say they just won't listen. But you right. can always get in the car and go. You can always get in the car and go. You can always step in between it. You don't have to let it go on, okay? Because this girl just stood in the background talking to her boyfriend while her sister got all hype and started threatening people. And at the end of the day, I was chilling, smoking, and then this girl's brother shows up. At the time in 2020, I'm 27 years old now, but at the time, I was 24, about to turn 25 in December. And right. this 30-year-old man, 28, 30-year-old man and his little brother, who was 18, show up and start talking to the 17-year-old boy. And he's like, y'all, let's go talk to the side, this and that. And I said, sir, I want you to know that this boy is 17. I've been here for the whole situation, so I can explain it to you. And I know you feel some type of way, because I'm also a big brother. So if anyone talked about my sister in this manner, I would feel some type of way as well. Right. But the situation hasn't been handled and you don't need to do anything violent. He
0: right. said, okay,
1: no, I just want to talk to him. I was like, sir, I know where you from. I grew up in the same part of town. Your demeanor does not say you want to talk. And well, I want to on. let you know that I am the guardian of this child. Right. His His family knows that he is currently with me. Right, and I will not let any harm come to him. So, right. as men, since I am closer to your age than anyone else here, besides the big sister who called you here, right, we can have this conversation right here, just us three. Right, is it because I want him to understand how his actions led to this moment, right. and I want you to understand how he feels about it. Right, and he said, "All right, cool." And he kept trying to walk away. And I said, no, bro, you're not going to walk away. You're going to stay right here. I was like, you trying to lead him into the dark part of the beach over there? Like, I know what you're probably going to try to do. You're going to try and just beat him up, not talk at all, not understand the situation. And nothing's going to happen. It's just going to start a circle of violence. Literally. And so this man said, all right, he came back. And he kept saying, I want to talk, I want to talk. And then he sucker punched him. A 30-year-old man sucker punched a 17-year-old boy. Come on. That because boy. he's angry because his sister called him to say that some kid is calling his other sister out of his name. And I said, hey, I hold me. up, bro. Yeah. You're not about to do that. Don't swing on him. And then he tried to swing on me. I was like, and he missed. And I was like, do not swing on me. And I was like, I don't want to fight you. I was like, I'm out here chilling, having a good time. And I was like, and at the end of the day, I was like, I'm sorry that you feel this way. You, sorry, I'm sorry that you feel that your sister has been disrespected, but this, there is also a lesson here about how your sister should be acting. Why is she dating everyone in this friend group? Why is she not cherishing her body a little bit more? I'm not slut shaming or body shaming anyone, but At the end of the day, no one should be sleeping around with minors who are younger than you and actively dating everyone in a friend group because that just leads nowhere. And this man continued to swing at me. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I was smoking a blunt. I had to put my blunt out. And I was like, you keep swinging at me. And I'm still trying to smoke. Like, I'm telling you, we don't have to do this. I was being very adamant about it until this man slapped me, so I punched him in the face. It was a real quick reaction. And I said, I really don't want to fight you, but that was out long. I was like, and you keep trying to fight this boy. At the end of it, through the whole fight, I kept telling him, we can stop at any moment. We can stop at any moment. But no, I beat his ass. His sisters tried to drag the little boy, the 17-year-old and they jumped him by the car and I told his friends to go grab him do not hit these women just go grab him and I proceeded to fight this 30-year-old man and his 18-year-old brother and then the 18-year-old brother left came and then sucker punched me in the back of my head and I I beat them all up I almost threw one of them off a cliff and I stopped myself cuz I was I was like yo this man and Peter's pants it's all good I almost did something that I was going to regret because I was so angry in the moment because I did not want to fight. I took this boy to the beach to have a good time. Right. <laughs> I was smoking in my own corner away from these kids, just letting them interact. And I got so out of my own element that I almost did something dangerous. Right. Because if I would have threw this kid off a cliff, everyone there would have saw me, everyone would have reported me. Even if he didn't die, that would have still been assault. I still would have got charged with something even though they started it because of what I did in a moment of anger. And because all of this happened, this man felt some type of way about getting his ass. So then he went to his car and grabbed the gun and we all had to run. And then I ended up evading him in a high speed chase through the residential neighborhood around this beach. Kind of like that moment where, you know, Craig and Smokey hiding in the back of their truck when those dudes came to shoot him up, that was me in my car. Now, I... Some people say I should have put myself in that position, but that position that I put myself in was me taking a child to go hang out with his friends. Right. And it all started because, one, a man didn't stick up for his woman, and then he proceeded to bring her to said event where she felt some type of way. Other people started this whole drama. So I'm telling y'all, do not let other people start battles for you. Don't let them try to finish battles for you. You are the only person who can speak for you because things can get out of hand like in an instant.
0: Bro, cause that's, that's a real life example as a person that has had so many, I don't know how many, I I can't even count at this point, how many brothers, cousins, dads that have been called on me. Like, I don't know how many, bro. And I like back in the day when I was like a kid, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little, um, diabolical bastard, bro. Like I was, I was saying wild shit but I never put my hands on women or anything like that. But as I got older, I realized like, bro, I was out here ready ready to fight a 30 year old grown man, 28, 25 year old grown men at the age of 16 over their sister's broken heart. Like, it's crazy. Cause I would never, like if I had a sister right now, a younger sister right now, you couldn't pay me to fight an 18 year old boy unless he like beat, beat her up like it would have to be bad enough where it was like oh he's trippy you feel me like she came over with a swollen lip black eye like all the other shit if it's minor i'm calling the police letting the police handle that situation you can say what you want hey i'm i'm the kind of person when it comes to domestic violence hey that's police shit for me Uh, domestic violence rape and child molestation that's all police shit niggas got to go to jail and handle their business you feel me I, I let the, you know, I let the courses handle that, right? But I remember, like, bro, I remember what you, like, what you were talking about. Like, I remember that shit. But being the youngest of having six brothers and sisters, well, be the youngest of uh six total, five older siblings, I ain't really had much to worry about. Because, like, yeah, you're going to hit the block and you're going to be like, where Isaac at? But then it's going to be five other motherfuckers, like, literally your age, walking out saying, well, he's here, but you could talk to me first. And I remember, like, watching all these people. Like, It was very rare that these men would come and actually win the fight. 9 out of the 10, they just end up getting beat up. And now they pride her and they sister still, you know what I'm saying, put them in a situation that compromised them, could have got them fucking killed over some shit that she could have just let go. So I understand that shit way too much, bro. That's why, um, still to this day, like, I firmly believe if I do have a daughter in the future that, yes, what I believe my daughter, she came to me and said something like that happened to her, 110%. At the same time, I would still allow the person, the the man, the kid, whoever it may be at the time to explain his part in the situation. Cause it's always going to be real. You know, it's always going to be three parts of the story and I'm always going to try to get to the truth. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely see that aspect of that, bro. Shout out to you for that situation. Cause at least you was there. Cause bro, just imagine if you wasn't there, what they would have did to that young boy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, they would have been sitting there like, oh yeah, he deserved this or whatever, right? But like you said, ain't no telling what that boy would have came back and did. You know what I'm saying? Because when you in a situation like that, you don't, you don't, um, you don't really be thinking like that. You just, you know, you going through it. You, you angry. You mad. You felt like you were taking advantage of. Like, that was a grown man. He shouldn't be out here fighting you. So, ain't no telling what that little kid would have been on, bro. So, I'm glad you was out there to handle that situation, even though you did put yourself in a compromise situation for doing it. I hope he understood, and it probably felt really good to have somebody there that actually had his back. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to you for that. Yeah, I already
1: know because I've been in similar situations. So... That being said, and me touching base on that story, we all need to monitor our mental health and how we're actually feeling and express it, whether it be something big or something minor. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows what you're going through. If you are depressed, if you angry, you sad, you have to speak on it. Me, as a man now, my girlfriend got me going to therapy. It wasn't more like, She didn't force me to. She introduced me to a therapist. Because as a black man, I said, nah, I done had therapists before. Childhood therapists, I think I had like maybe three of them. They were all um, Caucasian people. One of them was German. And none of them could understand me. None of them could relate. And all of them said to seem to focus on the wrong things even as an adult (laughs) like I had so many therapists try to ask me about my childhood and my mother right off rip and wanted to like jump into all that I'd be like I came here for a different reason I came here for a different reason so you will find a therapist for you or someone to talk to who will listen Because all these people who wanted to talk about my mother's relationships and how I grew up, I was like, I came here to talk to you about my relationship and how I'm feeling as a man currently at at my workplace with my finances and all of that, trying to deal with my own anger. So that way I can stop having those kind of outbursts and you not listening to me because you out here trying to get down to business on one point, you trying to dive deeper, you ain't even scratched the surface. And so I, I thank my girlfriend for finding me a black therapist who allowed us to work our way through the surface to where a year and a half later, now we finally actually dived in to the childhood trauma stuff. But it took that long. It took like a year and a half of seeing this man before we even got there because we had to work through all the surface issues first. People need to work on their mental health. We all do because your emotional health affects everything. And people think emotional health means angry, sad, depressed. Nah, it means, yo, if you stressed, if you got anxiety, yo, if you ever had a moment of self-doubt, like everything, from every aspect, from finances to intimacy with your partners, that just all plays into your emotional health, your relationship with your friends, and people need to speak on it. Because certain people just be feeling some type of ways. Prime example, we got a lot of friends out here who feel some type of way that you ain't hitting them up every day or trying to kick it with them every week or at least twice, once every two weeks, like you did back when you was in high school. And we've grown. We got jobs, we got bills, we got responsibilities. Things happen. And you got to let people know because some people, they ain't at that point where they know those things. And the worst thing people can do with their own emotions is insinuate, is draw your own conclusions. Because you might think someone ain't fucking with you and really they just going through some shit, but you ain't even asked them. You Come won't on. speak up and say you feeling like you ain't being heard. And at the same time, you ain't asked them if anything was wrong.
0: Come on. Was like, how is that healthy? Talk to me. Because, bro, on some real shit, piggybacking off what you just said. Uh, and, I'm, and I come from a different side because I personally am blessed with a girlfriend that I really don't need therapy like that. I'm not against it. If you need it, you need it. My situations in my life is the reason why I don't do therapy. Those situations I will not name here, but I've had a few people have therapy uh, therapists and it just didn't work out for them to say the least. In those situations, I realized As long as I have an area where I can express my emotion freely, if I'm sad, mad, angry, I'm good enough. Like, there is days where I'll come home and, like, I'll be, like, sad or angry and shit, and I'll just lay down. Without tears, sometimes I'll be with my sweetie and shit, so sometimes i just lay down with my sweetie and just relax, like, really just Relax. There is times where I allow music to just let me go through every emotion I'm I'm at the time. If I'm sad or I'm depressed, I'll listen to nothing but depressing music just to kind of feel the emotion. Because I like to have what I call happy sadness time. Whereas, yes, it's a deep sadness in me, but I'm happy because I'm able to express it. And I don't have to bottle it up anymore. I don't have to avoid it. I don't have to stuff it down in these situations. Uh, in these minor situations because I'm able to sit down with myself you know towards the end of the day and you know maybe an hour two hours a day listen to music relax really understand what I'm going through you feel me and really allow myself to feel every emotion also may watch something if I'm in a happy mood I might watch something with you know with a little bit more spunk to it if I'm in a down when I might watch something a little bit more down to it, so on and so forth. But I just allow myself to go through emotions in general. Um, that's something I definitely recommend for people that may not want therapists. is Just allow yourself to go through whatever you're feeling. Not because um, you want to be an emotional wreck. But to allow yourself to go through something, to show yourself that you're stronger than it. Will allow you to understand that these feelings come and go. And once you know they really do just come and go, you can learn so much more about yourself. And so and see how how much, how strong, excuse me, how strong you truly are. I didn't really know that until I allowed myself to go through these situations. Um, like I said toward the end of the day, you know, I, I do smoke weed here or there uh in these situations. Sometimes I don't smoke at all and I just read a book relax. Sometimes I just stare into nothingness for an hour and just allow my brain to really go through whatever it's going through, you know, give myself time to really break down the day and how I felt about it. Uh, Cause that's something that's definitely helped me kind of shape my uh, perception of conflict now. Cause I don't really get in any conflicts anymore and I'm so happy about it. And it's simply because I realized I got way too much to lose. I got way too much to lose, bro. I have, I don't have, a, I don't have time to be out here dealing with all the extra bullshit. Like I just don't. I have way too much to lose. I have fucking pay hey, rent. I got a car. I got a girlfriend. I don't have a shit to lose. And this shit is way better than most people that I'm about to argue or fight with shit. So why would I lose it because of them? So for me, that's something. That's a tidbit of information for anybody that's listening. That so I would say is just you know allow yourself to express whatever you want to go through. Get you a partner that allows you to express that. You know what I'm saying? Give you some alone time if you need it or be there with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's my only tidbit to that situation. But is there any closing arguments you want to have? But we're going to get out of here right now because I felt like that's the perfect way to end it today. Um, I hope whatever you know you guys heard in this podcast really helps you guys out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so is there any closing comments you have, DJ? I believe our main topic for
1: today is just check in with yourself. Check in with yourself on how you're feeling, about you're something, right. even if you feel some way after something happens. Your emotions can change. You could be happy about something one moment and then sad about it the next. Yep. But analyze yourself and understand those emotions. Let them speak
0: and act accordingly. Oh, God, That's bro. all I got to say. Right. Well, until next time, y'all, enjoy the podcast. This is the Porsche Talk Experience. You guys have a wonderful day.